Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Lions Lion Warrior Podcast. This is AJ, your co-host, and uh, today we have a very unique and important story regarding our other co-host, uh, Unique B. Joe. She has a very good friend that she's known for many years, and she's wanting to dedicate one episode of this show for her dear friend and uh we want to uh give her that that honor because she has helped uh unique in her path towards christ and uh you know unique be joe will take the floor from here and explain who is this person that we're talking about well, I met uh, my friend when I had decided to go to that church that I was telling you about, AJ. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was one of them that hugged me back then. And I was very suspicious about people back then. And we're not going to use her real name in this one because she prefers to be anonymous. So we're going to go with Sherry as her name. Okay. Well, she uh, she was at the church and she hugged me, and that's how we first met. And uh, I was very uh, I didn't trust anybody at that time. You were you were away from God for a long time before walking into this church, right? Yeah, and uh, I just felt the need to walk into it. <laughs> And it just happened to be a Sunday because everybody started hugging up on me. And I was very suspicious about the people. Yeah. But she was one of them, and she invited me to do homeless ministry with her. And I showed up, and uh, I got to know her that way. She turned out to be one of my very best and good friends. Wow. That's amazing, serving the homeless, the... The meek of the earth, that's, mm-hmm. a, that's a good uh, way to start your friendship and walk with God. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me, um, how did it start? I mean, did she counsel you a little bit on, on the good word and kind of hanged out with you and, and uh, took you under her wing? or How did it go? Well, like I said, you know, we every time I went to homeless ministry... She would talk to me about her life and about, you know, funny stuff that happened to me at my job that I was having. And uh, I just got close to her that way. And for you, you didn't have a good friend at the time to even talk with and, and have any kind of conversations with on a deeper level. So she was one of the ones that kind of showed you what friendship was about. Yeah, I didn't have that many friends. Uh, most of the people that I had as friends back then, they kind of were self-absorbed. And they also didn't really care that much about me. Superficial friends. Yeah. Well, it says in the, I would say, you know, in the, in the words of Christ that, uh, you know, one must love your fellow brothers and sisters and... You know, Sherry really showed you the honesty and the purity of that. 
uh, I wanted to to know, and I'm sure the audience too. How many years have you known Sherry? Oh man, <laughs> uh, at least five, I would say. Now, I was going to say we can we can go through this whole story, uh, you know, little by little. But I want to go ahead and fast forward to the present time. You know, Sherry, Sherry's uh, background, and uh, she's had a difficult upbringing herself. Uh, we won't get too much into that, but she had a uh, also a mother, difficult mother that she dealt with. Uh, and you want to get into that? Yeah, her mother was very uh, abusive. And she was, you know, she's one of those women that is very um, jealous of her own kids. And her father was the opposite. Yeah, her father was a man that prayed. He was, he was a man of Christ, okay. And... Uh, she she grew up in that type of um, environment, you know, and she always prayed for her mom. But her mom was into psychics and into new age stuff, and she believed that, you know, that she had multiple lives. She was a bit um, out there. And this was back in the, I guess her mother was back from the like maybe 40s, 50s type era. Because Shirley's up there in age now. She's what in her, I'd say, mid-60s mid maybe. I don't know. She's never told me how old she is. I got to meet her. That's why I'm saying that. But, you know, I, I'm just guessing. Uh, I would say that Shirley's like, to try to flatter her, I would say she's like 27, even though <laughs> she's probably much older than that, but you know. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll dig more into that later. She's an older lady. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to say that she's this many years old and then her be younger than that or older than that and her be like, oh man. The reason I bring up the, the age of her mother was because her mother most likely was back from those days. And even in those days, we had deception and mm -hmm. in in, in, uh, people, you know, believing other other beliefs and things like that that took them away from Christ. But luckily, her father was a man of God and, and uh, had a strong influence over the children. And Sherry, was, I mean, Sherry was not the only daughter. She had brothers and sisters too, but uh, uh, Sherry was was of God. She uh, stayed to the values of her father. Yeah, and uh, Sherry is what you call a prayer warrior. Oh, she disclosed that to you. Oh, uh, actually. <laughs> yeah. Me and uh, her friend, uh, the Lord, told us what she was. So we ended up having to tell her. <laughs> oh, I see. But she's she's very innocent. Uh, she's never been married, never been with anybody, never had kids. She doesn't cuss. She doesn't interact with the world. She... Um, interact with the world. So she's not of the world and she doesn't follow slang words or 
or I say certain TV shows. Yeah, like you you could come up with a word um, for, you know, like, uh, okay. For instance, okay, like um, hookup. She thinks that that's you hooking something up on the wall. Um, screw. It's a screw that you put in the wall. You know. She doesn't think of it as a... Anything else. Anything else, I get that. You know, and so you gotta, you gotta be very careful on what you say around her. Or, you know, sometimes she'll come up with double-sided words. And she doesn't understand that it has a totally different meaning to something. Right. You know, and you're like, oh, I don't think you should be saying that. And she's like, what? It's it's these potato things. And you're like, no. There's all, you know. What did she call the potato things? Nookies. Oh, Okay. Okay, and uh, I was like, well, you know, she says, I'm going to eat these nookies, and I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, the, uh, the younger crowd thinks, Sherry. thinks of that as a different word, altogether, you know, a different meaning to it. Yeah, so she, she's kind of, she's innocent in that way, too. So, you know. So basically, Sherry has a. Uh, a way of living that is not like the norm. She's more away from the world. She's more closer to Christ in that way. The way she carries herself, I remember meeting her. She's a very peaceful woman. Mm -hmm. You know, she's very uh, pleasant. Mm -hmm. And she's very kind to people, too. <laughs> Even sometimes uh, when people are rude to her, I notice that she's very patient with them. and She doesn't go off and... You know, she's uh, she's on a totally different level. Yeah, and I remember when she met you, she was like, Oh, he's so sweet. He's so sweet. And, all this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Oh, yeah, he is. <laughs> but she has a fun side to her. Yeah. She has a very uh, off-road-looking Jeep that she likes so much, and uh, that's her favorite favorite car of all time and she likes to tease people she has a fun side she likes to tease not in a rude way but just you know uh you know little little funny uh comments here and there so she's not uptight you know she's not those type of older people that you can't talk with or relate with but she just lives on a different level with christ yeah mm -hmm. and uh you let's get back to the mother well, the mother, she, um, she wasn't living the way of Christ at all, and surely prayed for her for a long time, and, um, Sherry, Sherry prayed for her for a long time, and, uh, what happened is... She, her mother got sick, and she had to, um, she had to have, um, surgery done on her heart. 
Open heart surgery, okay. Yeah, and they had to do uh, stents in there. And she almost died, but she uh, got through it. And instead of thanking God that she survived it, she said that she had, um, what is it called? Beaten death, I guess. Or? Beaten death, yeah, exactly. So she took it as her own, uh, uh, I see. It was, it was she herself that got out of it. Yeah. And, you know, the thing about it is because Shirley, Sherry, because Sherry prayed all the time, you know, um, the Lord gave her a grace period for her mom, you know. This is what Shirley told you. This is what Sherry told me, yeah. After... After uh, you got to meet, know her. And uh, what happened is that, you know, the Lord gave Sherry a grace period for her mom. And what happened is that her mom had so many chances to accept God. You know, and the Lord gave her so many of them, you know, to... Uh, you know, stop being selfish and, you know, get away from her ways. And her mom got sick again with the same thing and went into the room and they gave her stints again, new stints. And she still said that, you know, she was the one that was healed out of her own... Uh, Basically, death couldn't take her because it was she was a tough, tough woman. And yeah, basically, you she know, wasn't, she wasn't uh, giving God any kind of credit for saving her again. No, and uh, Sherry was like, but mom, you know, that was God that saved you, and she was like, well, no, you know, I did it, and all this, and and Sherry was young in those days. Uh, yeah, she was younger, you know, and she, you know, she was like, man, you know. Why is my mom so so hard-headed, so, so stubborn to believe that, you know, it's not good, God's good graces to save her twice from a potential heart attack? And so, like, this happened, like, at least two more times, but the last time she was taken... She actually died. She died. And um, Sherry was like, you know, the Lord let Sherry know that her mom did not make it to heaven. And she pleaded and cried and begged the Lord. And you know what the Lord said to her? What did he say? He said, no. He's like, because your mother never acknowledged me. She never prayed. She never acknowledged me. And she didn't have me in her heart. That's terrible. And you know, the thing is, is that what people don't realize is that they can pray for somebody in their family or their friends or even their kids. But if that person never acknowledges him and never, you know, even considers him, 
or has any type of anything toward him in their heart or any goodness in their heart that it's not going to work. Yeah, he can only work with what he sees in your heart. And it's always free will. That's the thing. It's always free will with him. Um, He's not going to force you to love him. I know that he would have liked for her mother to be with him, but it was her mother's choice, right. you know. Multiple surgeries, being unthankful that God got her out of it, taking credit, taking credit for herself that she was too tough to die. And Sherry being a forgiving daughter because her mother was pretty hard on her. Uh, you told me many things that she did, you know, to Sherry. And Sherry praying for her, even even at a young age, uh, for the love of her mother, for her salvation. It was not enough. And Sherry disclosed to you that she's heard Jesus many times. Yeah, she talks to Jesus like me. That's uh, one thing me and uh, Sherry have in common. You know, besides our uh, our friendship and our relationship with Christ, we also can talk to Him, wow. and He guides us. He says His His sheep will know His voice. So exactly. I I wanna fast forward. This was obviously something she shared with you in confidence and. Prior to this interview, I know you spoke to her and she said it's okay for you to share this story to the mm -hmm. world because the world must know that no matter how many times you pray for someone, if they are so stiff-necked and unbelieving that it's not particularly your fault, but it's their own free will that they choose, you know. And, uh, and you can't... You can't beat yourself up if the person refuses to change. Because yeah. that's between them and God. And, like, you can't, you know, you can't be like, you have to love God. Yeah, you can't force them on. You know, it's, it's a choice that they make. I'm sure that's painful to God himself as well for one of his children to not acknowledge him you know well yeah and you know people don't want to think that their loved one could be going somewhere else besides heaven and that place is very real guys very real i mean uh, there's many many testimonies of people that have gone there and they don't have nothing nice to say about that place and we're at a point now in society where there's a lot of disbelief there's a lot of distractions a lot of other uh religions and beliefs that people are susceptible to we're no strangers to seeing that even in our own workplace we have people that believe in other things and it's sad because sometimes uh, late in the game people get revealed that they're leading a wrong life but sometimes the devil takes you sooner than you think and you know, and that's why you always got to pray for protection around yourself, too, and for you to be covered in God's blood, especially when you're a believer. 
because you'll start walking in the path of God and the enemy tries to take you out to try to keep you from accomplishing what the God wants you to accomplish. Oh, yeah, there's constant speed bumps in the life of a Christian. Now, I was going to say, Shirley does look up there in age, but uh, she does not look as bad as I would imagine others to be around her age. So I, I believe that, you know, like in the Bible, God extends your life when you live in righteous ways. And, um, you know, Sherry doesn't look bad for her age, and she's not a sick woman. She, you know, she's very, uh, like I said, very uh, friendly, very loving, very peaceful, Very healthy. Very healthy woman. <laughs> uh, she's never been married. She's never been with a, another man, and maybe that as well helps her be more closer to God as well. I don't know. But she hasn't, I would imagine she hasn't broken as half as many sins as other people, you know? Yeah, but, but you got to realize that everybody has something, you know. Um, and, you know, when you talked about uh, me and her also being able to talk to God mm. and be in his presence, it takes a lot to get there. Oh, yeah. It takes a lot of pain and sacrifice. And it not only takes a lot of pain and sacrifice, but it takes a lot of you getting away from the world. Mm-hmm. Because uh, the Holy Spirit and God, they despise worldly things. Mm-hmm. You know, so you need to get away from all of that you know I myself I don't I don't watch anything with profanity you know anything that is demonic I don't watch it I don't listen to it music movies entertainment uh, yeah images uh, books yeah like um, you got to get away from the world you know and you truly become free when you're away from stuff like that you know you put everything in his hands and you walk one step at a time and know that he has you and you just feel this calmness and freeness that you would never expect you know when you were living in the world and you get used to not having those kind of distractions either, huh? Yeah, you get used to not, not to having those distractions. And you're more at peace. That's true. Yeah. You know? I know that for, from, from first-hand experience myself. Well, I cleaned up my whole household from top to bottom, and I threw out a lot of things that were not important. And I've uh, delved myself into the Bible, and I've been absorbing it, and... You know, thinking on and and revising everything I read, and it's been very eye-opening. And and people have noticed the change in me. And I imagine people around Sherry kind of feel something different when when she approaches them. <laughs> um, I wanted to say yeah. about Sherry. 
fast forwarding again from the time that you've met her to knowing her what happened during covid that was very interesting between you and her when it came to the financial situation you told me you had lost your job during that time yeah i had lost my job during that time and i was i was dealing with uh, some hard times with my finances you know and uh she called me up one day <laughs> and she was like joe and i was like yeah and she's like uh <laughs> she's like the lord told me that i needed to buy you groceries every saturday until covid's over wow. and um I was like, nah, you don't have to. And she said, well, the Lord told me this, and I'm going to do it. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, we can't argue with the Lord here. So every Saturday she would take me to go get groceries. And uh, that's what helped me out a lot. Now, aside from that, the church itself that you were attending... Yeah. They volunteered and said what to you? <laughs> the church I was attending got a hold of me. And uh, right after, right after she got a hold of me, and they said that they were going to help me with my rent. Hallelujah. You see how God works, guys. When you're faithful to the Lord and you walk in His ways, God takes care of you. Yeah. That was amazing to me when I heard that. I said, wow, really? You know, out of the blue, something like that? No. Yeah, you just got to put it in his hands, and he takes care of you. Well, what I mean is, you wouldn't believe it if you didn't hear it, you know? Mm -hmm. And you got sustained that way for a good while before you met your husband. Yeah. That took you away, and, and your life is totally different now. Yeah. You're walking a path of ministry. Yeah, I am. Uh, I haven't mentioned that before, AJ. But, uh, yeah, uh, the Lord told me recently that he wanted me to go on the path of being a minister. And so uh, I'm on my way working to get to that goal. <laughs> and we're working with a, with a church that, uh, that is a spiritual church, very connected to God. Yeah, you can walk into the church and you instantly feel his presence. Mm -hmm. And it's amazing. And, uh, yeah, we won't disclose it because of privacy, you know. But just know that uh, Joe is on a path, everyone, that is uh, getting her closer to, her, to the Lord and to her faith and her destiny. And we all have a destiny in the eyes of God, you know. Sherry is a prayer warrior, uh -huh. and uh, you, uh, Joe, you consider yourself an intercessor at this point. Yeah, um, when I pray for people, um, my hands get hot, and uh, the Holy Spirit flows from me to them. And you feel it. And they can feel it in their body, and you've witnessed that before. Oh, yeah, you've prayed for some of my friends and family, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, Even your own friends would ask you to pray with them. Uh, 
Yeah, and you know, the Holy the Holy Spirit uses God's people as vessels. You know, and um, you just gotta, like I said, you gotta clean your your closets <laughs> and clean your heart and clean your life up, and you got to, you know, do everything for Him. You know, and even when He uses you, you cannot say, well, I did it, because it wasn't you. It was Him working through you. And, you know, the thing is, is that sometimes He'll work through me, and I'll be praying over somebody, and I blow on them, and they almost fall down. <laughs> You know, that's uh that's the Holy Spirit right there. You know, now now in the past, just for the audience in, in the past you didn't know you were an intercessor. You just went about your business, went to work, eight or nine to five. You dealt with the everyday situations until you walked in that church, until your life changed uh, yeah. about five, six years ago. And you met Sherry, she changed you, you fasted, you became closer to God. Yeah, and you went through a whole bunch of changes yourself. Well, you know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna mention something. Okay, a lot of people uh, think that they're intercessors, but they're actually prayer warriors. Uh, I'm gonna. Would you like me to explain the difference? Well, the audience will like it. Okay, so prayer warriors, they're like the people that pray in their closets for their family and friends and everything. And they're not really attacked that much by the enemy. They're attacked every once in a while by the enemy. You know, but they're like, they pray a lot in their closets and in their homes. And let me interject there. Their lifestyle when they pray matters as well because you can't pray and then the rest of the week you act like everybody else no you can't you have to live a life of righteousness so your prayers are answered yeah this is why sherry is an important example of mm -hmm. a prayer warrior now a prayer warrior because they pray in their closets in their house for people around them it's like let's just say you have like a cloud okay and you shoot up in that cloud like bullets you know like you'll see one here one there one there you know and it just looks like it's pelted in the cloud okay that's this is what you're describing as far as a battlefield you see so like the, each one of their prayers is like ping 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 like I said, they're the ammunition okay now an intercessor an intercessor is a person that can hear God and can talk to God, but not not only can talk to God, but they can talk to the Holy Spirit, Jesus. And, uh, like, believe it or not, I've actually, um, I've actually heard, uh, my son that I've miscarried before. Um, like, they're really in tune with the spiritual realm. Okay, and um, 
So they hear what God tells them to do, and they uh, sometimes God will say, you know, go to this one person and pray over them. And they'll go to the person and pray, and the Holy Spirit will work through them. And an intercessor, when they pray over somebody, it's like a light beam that that hits them in their body and goes through their body into the other person. And then the prayer, when it goes up in the sky, it's like, boom! Like a tank shell. And it busts like a hole, like a big hole. Yeah. That's like more than half the size of that cloud. <laughs> yeah. And... Me, so that's the difference. Let me stop you right there. I think uh, you're going off from, I remember we were at church and the pastor describes the power of prayer. And he suggested that some people have the intercessory ability, some anointing, and some have the prayer warrior anointing. Mm -hmm. But prayers generally are important. Yeah, they're all important because we're all part of the body of Christ and we all have different things, different roles and everything. But like I said, you know, um, the intercessor is um, it's God hits them straight on. It's a different anointing. <laughs> you know, um, prayer warriors, they pray, the prayers go up, and God sees them. Um, intercessors are different. Uh -huh. God comes down, the intercessor prays, and it goes boom. <laughs> And stuff happens. That's why when intercessors pray over somebody, they can easily get healed. They can easily get delivered instantly. You know, I, I, uh, now that we're digging into that, I've seen uh, pastors online and pastors in real life mm -hmm. that use intercessors when they're casting out and delivering people from, from uh, demons. And these intercessors are either behind or around the person, and they're praying in tongues. So I know that they're very important for the church, but also the people in the crowd that are prayer warriors are also praying at the same time. Not necessarily yeah. in tongues, but they're just praying. Yeah, intercessors pray in tongues a lot. Like, yeah. they can go for like five hours or more praying in tongues. Yeah, these are very instrumental uh, people in the body of Christ. However, each each person can have a different anointing, and there's many anointings. Yeah, there's uh, there's prophets, there's seers, there's people that are gifted in singing. Yeah, they the bring praise. people to Christ through singing. Praise, yeah, the praise. You know, there's many different other things. But it... You gotta realize that no matter what the person's anointing or you know what they are in Christ they are no better than anybody else because they would be nothing without the Lord working through them right we're all and vessels right? we're all part of the body of Christ and the thing is is that you don't want to be what somebody else is like a prophet a prophet is Something like an intercessor. 
except they're a little bit different. Um, they they can talk to God as well, but they don't do it as much as the intercessor. They receive God's words. Yeah, they receive God's words, and they're the ones that go out and, and say it. And preach it, right? You know, they're they're more of the preacher types. And that's an anointing as well. Yeah, but you don't. You, like I said, you don't want to say, "Oh, I want what the anointing or the gift that these people have," because. You gotta, you gotta realize, you know, prophets, intercessors, pastors, ministers, stuff like that, you know, they, they have to deal with a lot more than prayer warriors and singers and all that, you know, other they parts get, of the body of Christ. They get attacked more from the enemy. Yeah, they get attacked more from by the enemy. I remember. <laughs> and 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 the, you know, the audience that is barely that's you know not really uh, grasping this. Okay, is, example. Okay, I prayed for this guy at work. The very next day, my house went up in flames. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the enemy wasn't happy. Yeah, so, you know, and when my house went up in flames, I, you know, had my Bible with me and I was praying to the Lord. Mm -hmm. You know, but like I said, you know, you, you don't know what they have to go through. You know, and, and God only gives you what he knows that you're capable of taking. Right. You know, like 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 Sherry. Sherry, she can't even look at the Marvel characters without being scared. Right. So, like, he doesn't show her demons. Or have her on the battlefield. Right, right. You know, it's just, it's just so much she can handle. Because, you know, she gets scared easily. Right. You know, like prophets, intercessors, and uh, stuff like that, they're up there. They're in the front lines. In the front lines, exactly. You know, and they deal with. Uh, Stop. <laughs> head on, right? Yeah, head on, you know. And uh, I guess her innocence, in a way, her purity, as far as her lifestyle goes, God sees her more in the background, but uh -huh. it's, an, it's still an important job. To yeah, it's still others. an important job. Every part in the body of Christ is important. Yeah. Because you, you think of it this way you got somebody that God gifted with singing. Yeah. They're singing, somebody's going to hear their singing, and it's going to plant, start that seed. Plant that seed. And I heard, I heard also that people that sing gospel music in a home will chase away any spirit that's there. Yeah, because those, those bad spirits don't like anything that's of God. Anything. 
You know, they don't like um, speaking in tongues. They don't like prayer. They don't like singing of from God. They don't like anything like that. You right. know. So if if we would imagine a battlefield, you could say Sherry is the archer. You are the cannon. Uh, there's people that do deliverance that lay hands on people. These are the foot the foot soldiers that cast out demons out of people. Uh-huh. The ones that are physical, they have the armor of God. Then you have the generals that are the preachers, the pastors, right? The ones that give the orders, you know, through the communication of God. Now, and then you have the, of course, the different. You know, well, anointings out there. Well, see, you know what the problem is, AJ? Is that there's a lot of pastors and preachers and stuff out here that's in the church that have never witnessed God on the level that they should have witnessed Him. And, you know, like, they haven't ever done any warfare. And it's because, you know, they decided, oh, you know, I'm going to become a pastor. They never asked God about it. You know, I saw on the news there was this guy who was a pastor. And, uh, or pastor in quotation marks. But, um... He saw these uh, orb-looking things in his house, uh-huh. and traveling around, and it scared him. He didn't know what it was. <laughs> now, if he was a pastor, he should have known that it was some type of spiritual something. Right. You know, he shouldn't be like, you know, oh, I'm scared. I don't know if I should go back in my house. No, you pray against it or ask God what it is. Right. You know, you should know that that spiritual warfare, the fact that he was afraid of those orb things showed that he's never... Never been exposed to that. Yeah. I I mean, that's a whole new ep- episode entirely to itself. People yeah. that claim to walk in the light of God and... They don't even know what they're dealing with. I mean, yeah, we can go, and that's dangerous. Yeah, we can go to a whole different episode on that alone. But let's end it on Sherry, and we want to yeah. thank you. we want to thank Sherry if she's listening. Yeah, that we're dedicating this episode to her, and she's a beautiful lion warrior she in Christ. Sure you know, and uh, we want to say thank you, Sherry, for working for God. Thank you for being a friend to Joe and for being uh, kind to me as well when I met you and we need more prayer warriors even if you think you have no anointing even if you think you have no connection with God you always pray for those people you care about and pray for your enemies too for them to change Mm -hmm. because it's not so much them being hateful and negative but it's the spirits that are in them that have changed them to what they are. We are all born innocent, but this world changes us. And the the way it changes us is on a spiritual level. And so you have to keep that in mind when you pray uh, that these people need all the help they can get. And praying is one of the most... Uh, 
effective. effective ways of fighting in the spirit. Exactly. And uh, you are obligated by God to pray. Uh, humble yourself and pray, and He will hear you. And uh, it may take take time for your prayer to be answered, but it is heard, you know. But, and don't pray for supernatural stuff, like I want a new car, or, uh, you know, I need money to get my hair done. <laughs> you mean superficial but, stuff, yeah. Yeah, you don't do that. You always uh, pray for the important stuff, you know, like your family and friends to find salvation and deliverance and... Right. You know, even pray for yourself to, you know, get rid of that hate that you have in your heart. Right. Pray for yourself to uh, for God to clean you out from head to toe to to help you walk in a better light and uh, never give up. Never give up and let yourself down just because you don't go to church or you know you're not good enough or you don't read the Bible enough. That's that's. Uh, that's the enemy trying to mess with you. Yeah, that's the enemy uh, pushing you away from your destiny. Yes, you got to remember, the Lord died for our sins. And he's just waiting for us to realize that and to want to be cleansed of our sins and to walk with him. And to acknowledge Him. Yeah, and to have that relationship with Him. That's very important because the point of this episode was to focus on those that are hard-headed, stubborn, and think that they could do it all themselves, like uh, Sherry's mother. And they end up going, and it's too late. By that time, you know, God doesn't know who you are. And when you don't, and when you don't know who he is, that's this, that's a tragic. That's a tragic end. If you reject him, he rejects you. Yeah, and that and that lesson is what we really wanted to say in this episode. That you know, try your best to get to know God. You know, have an open mind. Give him time. It doesn't have to be from one day to another just keep that in mind get that seed in your mind that he's there it's not just a story you know he really did walk this earth and he did give his life for us to find a way to heaven which is our real home guys which is our real home this is not our home this earth is temporary it's just like leaves on a tree you know you grow, you bl you blossom, and then you shrivel up and you go in the wind. And if you don't know that there's more to life than this, then that that is the the main message that uh, that we want to convey in this episode. And so we say thank you, Sherry, for showing mm -hmm. your love to us and to those around you. And uh, we love you. And we say, God bless you to all of you that are listening. Keep an open mind, an open heart, and keep the fight for the light. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And we'll see you guys later. Be blessed, guys. Be blessed.